This is Michael Azarad, editor in chief of the Talk House, and welcome, and welcome to the Talk, Talk House, House Music, Music Podcast. Podcast. You might think that Chicago rapper Vic Mensa and Samuel Herring, the frontman at Baltimore synthpop band Future Islands, don't have much in common. But you'd be wrong. And it's not because Mensa is a fan of the Beatles and Nirvana, or that he recently recorded a track with Skrillex, or that during this interview, he was sporting a Bad Brains t-shirt. And it's not because Herring has been a hip-hop fan since he was a kid, and is about to drop a very cool hip-hop EP he recorded with Stone's Throw producer Madlib under the name Trouble Knows Me. No, it's because Mensa and Herring are both musicians, and they enjoy each other's work. So these guys, who had barely met before, hit it off right away when they sat down at the Talkhouse Music microphones. The first thing they bonded on was their previous lives in crime. And then they bonded on their lives in music. And then they bonded on their common experience of living in America. It was a pretty interesting and funny conversation, recorded backstage at the 2015 Pitchfork Music Festival. And here it is. What's up, Vic? Yo, what up, bro? It's good to see you, man. Well, it's nice to see you too, man. I have my glasses on. Oh, you, you get get your off. Now you gotta put yours on. Okay, cool, man. I just got these. My homie sent them to me. That's nice. I think I, I guess my homie sent me these too. Man, that's the life, man. What, what, what is it about like, like having more stuff where you get more stuff for free? Well, the messed up thing is that when we didn't have nothing, they didn't give us Nobody nothing. Nobody gave <laughs> anybody shit. Like, I know that's the saying, but it's really true. Shit. Yeah, Definitely. it's like, no, 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 I don't, I already, I have like 10 of these now. Like, I actually don't need them anymore because right. you keep giving them to me. Yeah, I remember I when I, I remember when. I remember when, when I used to steal sunglasses. When I oh, used yeah. to go to Sunglasses Hut and like that was, that was the thing. I would steal Ray-Bans and like tuck them and then like run out the mall and shit. Like, shit, man, I remember stealing tuna fish sandwiches. That's popping. I probably that- stole like some like a turkey sandwich or like a club sandwich. Before. Oh yeah. Oh man. That was a bad move. That's one of the last things I stole. I used to have a bad stealing problem when I was a kid. Yo, I was really, really into stealing, and then yeah. like I stopped stealing as much. I still steal shit to this day, like That's from like Walgreens <laughs> and shit. Sometimes. Don't say that on, on tape, man. Not from Walgreens. <laughs> one time, the nigga from Walgreens, man, like <laughs> I was just like going too far, man, and I was always standing out. I had like big hair and like always flashy clothes and shit. Yeah. So I was in Walgreens and I went to the back and stole like some dumb shit, like a water bottle. Like I stuck, ah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't and need, a, need this. And a pack of, it was a water bottle and a pack of gum. I'm telling yeah. about the croissant too. I stole those two things. So I just, ever since fifth grade, I was just stealing mad shit. So this was like when I'm like 16 and I tried to walk out of Walgreens downtown and the fucking gigantic like uh, you know, like Rob and Big, yeah, 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 yeah those like guys. him and shit. This yeah, dude stepped in front of the door. He was just like the whole damn door. Just put his motherfucking hand out and shit. And then I'm just like, oh, <laughs> go crazy. And he oh, man. he took me downstairs, bro. In this like, he took me downstairs in this like iron locked room. Oh shit. 
They got that in the bottom of Walgreens? Yes, nigga. Who would have <laughs> thought, bro? They got a vault downstairs. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't get arrested, though. He called my parents, though. But it was like, yeah, yeah. it was like intimidating the shit out of me, bro. No, nah, man. scary thinking about it and shit. I got caught. I had lived behind a Kmart, and I used to go down there. And uh, this was my trick. I was 10 years old, nine between 9 and 10 years old. And I, I was really into baseball cards. And I would, I would walk over in the summertime, because my parents would leave us at home. Me and my older brother, we'd take care of ourselves. And uh, I put on my swim trunks, and I go, I go into Kmart. I start grabbing packs. And when I walk through the ladies' lingerie section, which you want to do anyways when you're that age, um, that there's where the cameras cut off. And I would tuck them in the swim trunks, and the netting would catch them. Oh, that's hard. You feel swim me? Trunk. Yo, you know, I used to yeah. have a band on the bottom of my pants <laughs> and drop shit in the, in the zipper. Now, but I got, I got bad it. about it, and then I did the same shit where it's 110 degrees, North Carolina, North Carolina heat. Down there, 110 degrees. I walk in wearing a winter coat because I had pockets on the inside. Yeah, you went in. Because I graduated from those packs and I started stealing boxes of baseball cards. So I stuck one box of Damn, baseball cards in one. With the and baseball I, cards. I put in one. I put a Primus CD. I have stole a Primus. I was 10 years old. A Primus CD and the other one. It still had one of those long rectangular like plastic oh, things shit. around. You know, I stuck it in there. Damn. And I walked out of the store, jumped on my bike, and took off. And a dude run me down. Damn, he caught. They grabbed me off my bike and they pulled Damn. me in. But I never forget it because they took me in the room. They took me in the room. You know that we the got one of those. Room, came man. <laughs> the fucking room. And just looking at me like, <laughs> like, okay, show me what you got. And I took out the baseball cards and they're like, yep, that's what you get for. And then or like, yeah, you can't steal that. And then immediately I started taking out the Prime CD and they're like, holy shit, you got a CD. <laughs> I was yeah. like, well, I got away with that, man. But I didn't quite get it. Yo, I had a similar one where I used to steal from this record shop when I was in like seventh or eighth grade. I used to steal from this record store in my neighborhood. They banned me for like five years. It's called High Park Records. Now I guess they like me and shit. Okay. But, that- <laughs> but they banned me for like five years because I used to like, I used to hang out all the time and just like listen to 45s and like yeah, records yeah. and shit. And I used to also steal many records like yeah. in the wintertime, you know what I'm saying? Inside my big ass jacket. So I'll just put them in the jacket, pimp off. My nigga, it got warm outside. <laughs> I was so bloodthirsty to the point where it got warm outside. I'm in a t-shirt. I put that bitch inside my t-shirt. What? <laughs> it was a big box. <laughs> like I put a, a whole record, not a 45, like a whole 12-inch record in my t-shirt. It's like, come on, man. And walked out. We can see that. And then I walked back in, and it was like, you gonna bring the records back or what, bro? I was like, damn. Gosh. And I went and got them, and then they banned me for like, at least at least four years. I came back like the next year. Uh-huh. I'm like, man, y'all gonna let me back? They like, I spent three years and shit. They like, no, it hasn't been six months, bro. <laughs> man, it's funny, man. Everybody steals our music these days, but we used to do that too. <laughs> I have no opinion on like, I mean, not no opinion, but like, like <laughs> streaming music and like just like free music, just being like from the era that I'm from. It's like I don't even know when it was that niggas was making money on. Records, yeah. Record sales. You know what I mean? As long yeah, as I've yeah. been making music, I never made any money from selling a record. So it's like the whole like uproar that's happening in the industry about it and shit is like, I don't know. It's it's like foreign to me because I never made money from selling yeah. records. You can make some dough. We made some we made some money when we started on uh our first independent in the States. Just because right. the deal and is so much better. Because like- you got a fifty fifty profit share. So after after the record is paid off then every everything after you just split 50 50 there's money there but you got to sell some records but i remember getting you know like that first check for like 
30 grand from a royalty check and we were like what the hell is this that's lit i never you know yeah i don't even know and that, that's about it but 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 you know it, it changes as you right. it's like the the, the the bigger contract the bigger label the less money you make oh on yeah that, on a record. that's also the thing is i like i'm with you like know? a major label so it's like i'm like yeah i'm like yo honestly i don't really care about motherfucking well, I'm like, man, i don't care from spotify to, to like, me the most the honest way to I make just want people to hear this shit. to me the most honest way to make money doing this is playing a show for people you get yeah, like people. People come out. Right? People come out. They drop. They drop their hard-earned money. They want to show you. You fucking. You put out. You, you put out. I put out on stage. You fucking do your thing, and then you give them an experience. You bring people into your shit, and then that's something that's honest, you know. And I think I don't know. To me, that that feels like the work. It feels more like honest work because it's like sweat, sweat right. dripping. You know. I mean, you some like, music is like it seems honest to me too, but that's. That's the way though. You know, it's one thing I think about sometimes though. It's how like when I was a kid or a younger kid, I uh, always like, you know, I, I started listening to rap in like in kind of like a purist type of way, mm -hmm. not a hundred percent, but like I started listening to rap kind of late. So I was like listening to like all like '90s, like you know what I'm saying, oh, yeah, golden too, age rap and yeah. shit. And uh, like my my perspective was always like I would never do like. I don't know, all the corporate shit and like all that, you know, I just felt like, I felt like it's all whack, you know, all that industry shit is whack. And then like, I come to be like where I am now and like the majority of like the money that I get that I'm able to like, you know, even keep myself afloat with and do the shit with is like from Comes corporations and shit, you know? Yeah. You know? Well, we mean in, in anything, it's, it's, a, it's a small portion of, People that hold the power, right? I mean, in the life in passing general, passing it out, and, and that's fucked. But that's just how it rationing is. Rationing it, and not you know, in, in all industries, in all of politics, in all right. religion, it's like, it's like you you have a few people that make up the rules, and in some ways, you do have to. I mean, there's there's a difference between between trying between like making making it because you just wanted to be in the like go into that game and there's another thing about playing the game right. you know because we both have to play you the gotta game. play the game for sure you gotta play the and game that's what i see now but it's like it's just sometimes it's funny to me when i think about like i mean it's kind of like when i was in like fifth grade i think i said i will never do drugs like that's around the time when they hit you with this whole dare shit you know oh yeah and you got like, that yeah my homie passed away and his name was dare so oh I just, okay i thought these letters are really dope i still do i was just think about it yesterday but like you know in fifth grade, I was like, I'll never do drugs. They had me up in school with the like, no drugs, alcohol shit. I'm like, man, I would never do that shit. Yeah. That's when I'm like 10. Then I turned 11 years old in sixth grade and I'm in the back of the trucks. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think <laughs> like smoking the little pipe and I'm like, yo, don't tell nobody. My yeah, like, yeah. I won't, man. I'm like, <laughs> but I was like, I'm, I'm thinking about it. like a year before, I was like, I'll never do drugs. And then this shit came into my life and I'm like, hey, it's popping. Like, oh, yeah, man. Same way. I was like, I would never do fucking. I'll never do this corporate shit. And then I'm rapping and trying to like pay for shit. And they're like, yo, you want to do this commercial? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, man, as long as the music you're making is honestly, right. it don't matter. Yeah, no, you I, know? I agree. And there is that there is that moment where, especially like for us, our growth was so through just like playing DIY shows and basements and laundromats and coffee shops all around the country that to, to that point where you're like, we have you have to have a booking agent so you can get in the bigger place. I really did a and lot. And then you of have to have though. something even bigger, and then you have to do this so that you can keep growing. And at some point, you have to, you have because for us, like we respect, you know, that the DIY is what brought us to where we are today. Mm -hmm. 
but we also had to make strides that go outside of that DIY to to oh, grow yeah, what we're sure. doing so that we can reach more people. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the, the point like, is that, and then, and then it's about just like getting your music out there to people, um, which is the most important thing. But for me, it's just like, and with all that, it's about once again playing shows and 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 with streaming music when that when albums started leaking i remember when our when our first first album we ever had leak was our second record it was our it was our first record it on leaked a, before the record came out it came out 3 months before the record dropped and Damn. i i had i was a week away from getting a major knee surgery i, I had acl reconstruction in 2010 i had no money because future islands wasn't anything yet <laughs> it's like i was broke i was my my boss had, had cut me off because he found out that I was working on a torn ACL. I worked in concrete. Like I was moving, I was helping move like 500 pound slabs of concrete with a torn ACL because it's the only way I can make a living. Right. Um, so I cut off, get this knee surgery, and a week before the album leaks, and I'm like, well, I can't work for another month and a half because I'm about to get a surgery, and now my album's out, and now I don't know what that does. And right. instead, I was terrified. You know, I was like, Nobody's gonna buy the fucking record now. Right. Who knows if anyone's gonna, gonna buy it anyways? Right. You know, they got and, it and and I was at that point in my life too, where I was like, if this record doesn't hit, then I don't know if I can keep doing it because right. we've been going for eight years, and and I was like, what am I doing? Like, like I need something to happen. I need something to happen. And um, and in the end, we went out on the road, and people came out of the shows because the record leaked. You Who know what leaked I mean? Leaked it. Uh, I mean, writers leak shit. Writers leak shit because they get promos and then it and then it gets dropped. I mean that's how shit get, gets leaked. You feel hey, like, we got some writers shaking wait, their heads in here. Writers like that happens sometimes. That does happen. It is true. Oh, yeah. you mean like okay? Oh, they, okay. They're, like they're a little bit now. I mean it's a sad, it's a sad thing. I mean that's why they watermark shit. You know about that? How they watermark promos? I don't, I don't be no, watermark. I feel on. like rappers leak their own albums. Well, that people do that shit too. I feel like people be leaked because every single rap album leaks, and I'm like. Who the fuck really, really wanted to, you know, hear that shit that bad before? <laughs> like, I, I, mean, but well, I feel does, like rappers it, leak their own albums. And well, shit. That, that, that's it's kind of like, yeah. I mean, it does also help it build hype because they leak it like two days before <laughs> the shit's gonna drop and shit, and it's like, well, that shit's silly. But when it's I like had a street so fire, when it's like a a month or two ahead, it that's kinda, fucked it kinda up. Hurts, though no, like, no, man, that's fucked up. That's shit. crazy. But 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 I also believe too, like. But it's also like you know maybe shit happen like. For a reason, what, what about used records, shit, man? Like, I buy so many. I'm, I'm a crazy vinyl head, and used records, like you don't like those artists don't. Right, do they? They don't get any more. Yeah. Right, they can't. I'm <laughs> thinking about crazy. that. They can't make that. Is kind of. Did crazy, you hear that actually. shit where they were gonna? Uh, they they were talking about whether or not you could resell digital files. Did you oh, guys, resell you like that? something that's up like, online. Like, if, oh, that's crazy. I think I want to sell it used. Oh no! For like a, I was like, oh, that shit. That is next up. That shit's scary though. I'm out here trying to get money off these motherfucking <laughs> suits and uh You think you could steal somebody's shit. you could steal somebody's digital steal files somebody's off their computer and then resell and then it? Sell that <laughs> shit. That's a crazy lick. My niggas be out here stealing <laughs> MacBooks and shit. They should be stealing hard drives. <laughs>
That shit's freaky though. People hit me up on iCloud like they find since my iCloud happens to be like kind of easy to figure out and shit. Uh-huh. So kids just like find my shit out and just randomly like but FaceTime like in your neighborhood? me. No, just, oh, oh, okay. I don't know where the fuck they be at. They be on FaceTime and they yeah, just that. call me like, yo, Vic. I'm always like, what up? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm, like, if, I'm like, if you made it, you know what I'm saying? If you did, like, if you tried to figure it out and you made it this far and just, like, were able to contact me completely without my knowledge, like, maybe All something right. good will yeah, come yeah, to yeah. me from this. Like, Hey, man, you make those kids days. <laughs> I be rapping with them sometimes. They're, they're oh, always cool. rappers. And then, so that's I'm cool. like, yo, rap something. And then they, I told them rap something off the beat on my phone. So they were all off beat and shit. <laughs> I got to ask you a fucked up question. What's that? You ever stole a concept or a line off of one of these young rappers who breaks into your iCloud? No. <laughs> I wish, I wish they, I like, wish they came with something line, dope enough man. for me to grab. <laughs> no, that's why I keep answering this. Cause I'm like, maybe somebody would like hit me up just like really dope. Yeah, yeah. And like, you know, I can like benefit from it and shit, but. Usually it's just kind of like fun uh-huh. until I'm done done with it and I got to turn them off and shit. That's cool, man. I I feel like I had something else that I stole that was like prominent that I wanted to say something about, but maybe not. But I went to church today. Oh yeah? Yeah, I've never been to a black church before really. Yeah? yeah. Do you do church? No, I don't. You religious at all? No, not really. I mean. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like answer the, the shit in church. Yeah. I, I went to church with my parents like when I was a kid, like yeah. kind of regularly, but I didn't have any intention of going to church today. But um, like my girl just kind of like dragged me in because her friend was getting married at the end of the church. Okay. And then when she was like, you know, I know you don't want to hear this, but I really think you should come into church today. It might do you some good. I was just like, <laughs> the first thought that went through my mind, I was like, I was like, fuck that. No, I'm not. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm, that would have been my first thought. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not going to church. And like in the eyes, if there is God, like in the eyes of God, like I'm a, you know, I'm a motherfucking like rebel nigga. I don't go to church. I don't do this, you know, yeah. like whatever. But then I was like, maybe like I could come up off going to church, like in karma. Oh and man, shit, don't be know? thinking like that. I mean, like in oh, a in karma, karma way, you know, in karma. Okay. not like come up like rob the pastor or something. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know yeah. if you were trying to like you're you're like I'm gonna get that Kirk Franklin crowd, man. I'm trying to get that Kirk yeah, Franklin crazy. crowd on my side. I wasn't thinking like Dude, a businessman. Dude, when I was when I was 14, I thought about I was like, how how am I gonna make some money? Oh, maybe I'll go into televangelism. I could do that. Yeah, like I could yell at motherfuckers and make some money. My brother got scared. He told me recently. He was like. Then, and I kind of I kind of told people that for like six months as a joke. I mean, I was a kid, just smoked weed. So I was like, dude, I'm thinking about doing this thing. So my brother told me recently, he's like, you remember when you were on that weird televangelism kick? Like, I was kind of worried about you. Yeah. I was like, I didn't want... And I was like, man, I was just fucking around, dude. I was, oh, he's like, Yo. you were? And I was like, yeah, I was just kidding. He's like, man, you had me freaked out back then. You were different, bro. <laughs> you were 14 talking about televangelism. I've never man. even heard that term until you just said it. Like, Dude, those guys are crazy. Sometimes I'll sit at, I'll sit at home... Like 3 a.m. and watch some of those guys. Oh, yeah, they're, they're wild. fucking wild. Did you ever see this? It's this one dude with this red cloth. Um, they be selling this uh. shit on BT in the mornings, like early. They be having these weird black dudes that like sell shit in the name of God. He's like, God wants you to buy this cloth. Oh, that shit's You buy weird. this cloth. God those will guys bless have the you. suits, though. They be going crazy. My <laughs> well, pops did some televangel. Well, oh, actually, yeah? no. It was just, it kind of reminded me of what you were saying. He told me, like, because my dad's from, uh, he's from Africa, he's from Ghana. Oh, okay. and, um, cool. I didn't know that. So he said when he was a kid, 
like he he was he's super smart. He's like a PhD and shit. So he left school. He's at this boarding school for high school. I think like his senior year, he just knew everything mm-hmm. like three months in advance to like the final tests. So he just left and joined the circus. Oh, and wow. um, and what they did was like they would stand behind these cloths and like convince people that they were ghosts. I guess uh-huh. in Africa they go for that shit. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. You stand behind in a cloth circus. and be like, woo. That's part of the like, circus, or that was part of the church. I don't know what the fuck an African circus is. What was the circus? What are you doing in the circus? That's what he was doing. Oh, that's what he was doing in the circus. Okay. He was standing behind the cloth wow. and convincing people he was like spirits. And that's shit. pretty tight. That's pretty tight. I don't know what's to him for that shit. Don't <laughs> <laughs> want to think about it. Oh man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I don't know. I thought I was gonna be an ad man for a second too when I was fifteen. Like an ad agency guy. Yeah, I was like maybe I could like, like this corner madness. Yeah, I want to be a little league baseball coach. Have it like was enterprising, bro. When I was fifteen, I wanted to be a skateboarder. Hell yeah! Or be high right then, or like. <laughs> well, my dream was crushed at thirteen. I was gonna be a major league shortstop, and then that got crushed. What happened? Just didn't make the team, man. Oh uh, damn! Assholes. I was man. good too. I was, I was, I was about the same he weight I am now, but I was coach. about, a, I was about, a sh- I was about a foot shorter. <laughs> the coach probably ain't like you. My coach ain't like me for shit. You, you know that dance I do though on stage, that side step back and forth. That's some, that's grounding. Yeah, that's grounding. oh, that's dope. Grounders, man. Damn, cool, that man. is. You know, and I do that big punch, man. That's throwing out a man. Do you ever do the whip dance? The what? Oh, you mean that body whip? That oh, shit. that whip. That's a, I'm. <laughs> is that one of my dances? No, no, no. It's a whip dance. It's like it's like some some current like black uh, black Twitter shit. No, do you know about the SpongeBob? I think that party no. passed a couple years ago. Look up videos. That's some Baltimore. That's some Baltimore high school shit that came out a couple years ago. Is that ago. like Baltimore club shit? Or what's it's this that weird. Shit? It's this weird dance where you like you kind of like hop hop over to this foot. And then, I'm like, just while this you foot as your finger right goes now. away, <laughs> it doesn't make any your sense. But the, the, jumps the, like dudes, you be the dudes end up starting doing it so fast that you yeah. you don't even see their legs, and they just are floating above the ground back and forth. And they call this, oh, it's crazy. They start off dope. real slow, no, and then they just start going. They like, do crazy stuff. Chicago has this shit called yeah. juke music. That's kind of yeah, like juke, yeah, they yeah. got like a similar thing about some more shit, and they kind of dance like that. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like. Yeah, Baltimore's got an awesome scene for all kinds of things, man. It's a beautiful city for, for I don't arts. know about Baltimore's that Baltimore, the wire shit. Like oh, yeah, talk yeah. On the wire. Yeah. It's supposed to be real ghetto too, right? I mean, it's tough. Right. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, I can tell when I drive by and it's just like, yeah. I'm like, that's the hood. That's the hood. <laughs> that's the hood. I like when I can tell where the hood is at though, man, because in Chicago, it's like, I know when I'm in the hood, uh-huh. like... I gotta like kind of like sometimes consciously enter the hood, you know, uh-huh. and then consciously exit the hood. Yeah, I don't like it when I'm in places where it's like you are in a nice neighborhood, one block, and then like you take a step to the side and, and that's Baltimore duck, ducking bullets and shit. I can't feel that. Man. Baltimore, they they say it's a it's a three block city because you that's wake up crazy, you wake man. up and you're in a nice place. You walk three blocks, it's kind of rough. You walk three blocks, people are sipping fucking cocktails on them. Sunny porch, and you walk three blocks, and yeah. it's like boarded up houses. Where are you and, from originally? And to me, that's I, I grew up in a small town in North Carolina, very different than Baltimore. Um, just like nice place out by the water, you know. Uh, grew up in a farming community, just with real people, you know. I think that really is why I am the way I am. It's funny because my we I lived in one town, and then but I went to school in the town next door even though I live like in the center of the other city. So I lived lived in the city of about 15,000, but I went to school because my parents worked 
in a town of 3,000. And so the people in the city that I actually lived in looked down on me, the kids, because I, I was from this smaller, poor oh, wow. community. And that really affected the way I thought about things. Just like, well, what the fuck is the difference? Like, mm -hmm. you're, like I'm a, well, first of all, you're a kid. You're like, you look on down on me because I, I like, I'm from Newport. Like, I yeah. chill in Newport. My friends are from Newport. And, uh, and we don't have as much money as you or whatever. But also my father was like, uh, he's an attorney. So he was like the one attorney in, a, in this small town. Um, so, but he's like the most, I remember I asked my dad once if he was a good attorney and he said, I'm an honest one. Oh, wow. And I realized that later what that, you know, cause he told him, you know, year, as the years went by, I'd just be like, it's such a fucked up system, like right. court systems and, court system is and how, how it's just like favor of judges and all this shit. There's a lot of politics and all that judges. shit. Man. Every time I'm in court, like I haven't had to go to court for a while, like luckily, but when I was in court more often. I would just be so mad about the fact that like we all had to stand and like pay this respect to this random fucking dude and like gonna judge in a bullshit suit. I'm like I'm like why does he have the right to judge me? Like who made him better than me? Like Yeah. Well, the voters of do whoever voters they are. vote in these judges? Um well I, I guess like I guess you have I guess there's different there's different levels. The local judges are definitely voted in. So like black people don't really vote and shit, you know? They don't. A lot of time, I, mean, I don't vote either. We just kind of voted by like, or just ruled by that. other people. <laughs> I voted people for Obama. That, that was the, the only vote that I did. I voted for Obama. Had to, and I voted against. Oh yeah, and I voted against Bush, <laughs> but that did no good. In the end, Bush was that was the up. worst vote and ever. Donald Trump, for John Kerry. I, yo, it's like, like it's like crazy because it's like on two ends of the spectrum, it's like you either have somebody who's just like just so cocky and arrogant and stupid, like George Bush. I mean, not one hundred percent stupid, or you have like Obama, who it's like we we wanted to love and hope and shit, but then he wasn't in a position or of the like mindset and balls to like really just push buttons push and like you know say fuck yeah, it like george bush was kind of like i don't give a fuck yeah. about what the about fuck y'all talking about <laughs> donald trump out here talking about he a beat up el chapo what the fuck and he's leading mean, the republican man? shit Dude, it's like they's fucked up it's like damn man. man i was i was pressed at obama for some time i was just like i was like i know that they're not you know giving you There's like any wiggle room around. yeah like they on his ass I feel like but he's I'm, pushing now though <laughs> Is he like, pushing well, more fuck, now? I feel like he's kind of like, well, fuck y'all. If you're not going to do this, I'm just going to do it. That's he's what he's got to be like. He's in his second motherfucking term. Like, he's about to be out of here now, though. Yeah. His pushing time, I feel like, was probably a while ago. They just jammed him up, man. They, they jammed him, him up, chance, though. Yeah. He went super gray. Like, <laughs> that shit's got to be mad stressful. You think he knows about aliens and shit? Yeah. He knows you, about You think aliens. he definitely knows about yeah, aliens? He knows about aliens. That's, That's why just, <laughs> That's just crazy. I think he met an alien. You think he did for real? <laughs> I think so. Yo. I think probably I wonder so. What Obama, he was probably Have you talking been in the Denver airport? Have you been in the Denver airport? Yeah, I think so. Most likely. That place is crazy, man. Next time you're in there, check it out. It's it's insane. So you're there's all kinds of weird shit in there. Apparently they <laughs> <Right>. apparently <laughs> you know, it's, it's Noah's Ark in the bottom of there. Apparently in the bottom of the Denver airport they got two of every animal in the world. And they got one of those vaults that's underneath yeah, the Walgreens bro. where they take kids. Read up on steal. your conspiracy theories, bro. <laughs> Yo, just like how they had that thing underneath the Denver airport in the uh in this like main train station in Chicago, 
they um they have this room like underneath Walgreens where they take kids when they catch them doing bad shit. Oh yeah, yeah. I actually got on probation one time because I was like I didn't know that it was a a state building, so there were state police with the security guards in this building, and then like we were like doing some bullshit like throwing paper in a trash can. Yeah, you know dumb, what I'm saying. Shit. And like, the security guard gets all mad. And he's like, anything. runs up on us, and he's like, la 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 la, all extra and shit. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna leave. So I just like turned on him, and then he's like, you're coming with me. Grab me and shit, and just starts walking towards the elevator. I'm just like, and I just <laughs> spun off his ass uh-huh. and dipped, ran up the escalator. Then I got sacked by this big redhead nigga, cause I'm thinking these are security uh, yeah. guards. They're really state police. Oh he, shit! He sacked me. Started flipping my little ass, and, and then I got on probation and shit. But another one of my friends, they took him up there, and the dude started showing him photos of people getting raped in jail, and what? said, "This is what you're gonna be." Oh, the scary. On that note, that's it. We've been up since Friday, getting drunk and popping still. Magic stick all on that ass, bitch. I'm David Copperfield. You a fan? Don't it blow you that this shit just hot as hell? I'm with Skrillex and we chillin', but we still ain't got no chill. No chill, no chill, no chill, no chill. For real. No chill, no chill, no chill, no chill. For real. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Okay, this is Michael Azarad, Editor-in-Chief of the TalkHouse, and that's it for this edition of the TalkHouse Music Podcast. Thanks to TalkHouse Music producer-engineer, Elia Einhorn. You can subscribe to TalkHouse Music Podcast at iTunes or visit our SoundCloud page. And for lots of great writing about music by lots of great musicians, by all means visit thetalkhouse.com slash music. Yo, what's up? This is Vic Mensa. You're listening to the Talk House Music Podcast. Damn, first time. I made it happen with that one, right? That it was, was just good, like, man. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Hey, yo, this is Sam Heron from Future Islands, and you're listening to the Talk House Music Podcast. <laughs> <laughs>